I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I want to tell you a story about a man God used to start the longest running revival in Christian history. This is the story of Simeon in Zimbabwe. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 19 on page 289 of the prayer book. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows His handiwork. One day speaks to another, and one night gives knowledge to another. There is neither speech nor language, and their voices are not heard. But their sound has gone out into all lands, and their words to the ends of the world. In them He has set a tent for the sun, which comes forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber, and rejoices like a strong man to run his course. It goes forth from the uttermost parts of the heavens, and runs about to the end of it again, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, and gives wisdom to the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, and gives light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean and endures forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey, than the drippings from the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant taught, and in keeping them there is great reward. 
Who can tell how often he offends? O oh, cleanse me from my secret faults. Keep your servant also from presumptuous sins, lest they get the dominion over me. So shall I be undefiled and innocent of great offense. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. How does a revival truly begin? How does a revival take over a whole region, a nation, or even a continent? Let me tell you the story of Simeon in Zimbabwe. He was born in 1897 to a privileged Ugandan family. His father was tribal chief, and his parents were both converted to Christianity by Western missionaries. Simeon was baptized in the Anglican Cathedral in Kampala at the age of five. And by the age of 15, this very talented young man had vowed himself to serve Jesus. In World War I, he was awarded for distinguished service in the African Native Medical Corps, and in 1922, at the age of 25, Simeon had a life-changing spiritual experience. After receiving disappointing news of being turned down for an international scholarship to study abroad, Simeon went on a spiritual retreat in the Renzori Mountains. And while there, he experienced the presence of God in such an acute and intimate way that he responded as Moses had done in the Bible. Simeon removed his shoes. Interestingly, as a result, for the rest of his life, Simeon rarely wore shoes, which caused no small amount of embarrassment for his children. Simeon began leading and even preaching in the Anglican Cathedral in Kampala, and in 1929, at the age of 32, Simeon met British missionary physician and evangelist Joe Church. Both Joe and Simeon were deeply concerned with the spiritual mediocrity of the Ugandan church. And for days, they together studied scripture and prayed for the Holy Spirit to revive the African church. Spiritually, something profound began in them those days because they began gathering people to study scripture and pray for personal transformation. And that's exactly what happened. Personal transformation. In fact, the spiritual transformation was so profound that a rift began to form between many of the established church leaders and these revivalists, which the church leaders nicknamed Abaka, or People on Fire, or Bakole, the Saved Ones. What was shocking to much of the established church was that the revivalists were emphasizing personal brokenness and public open confession of personal sins. Literally, people would stand up in front of the church and start declaring all the ways they had sinned before God and personally confronting them and asking for forgiveness. There was a controversy that developed a couple decades into the revival where 29 seminarians were expelled one month before graduation because they refused the dean's order to stop attending the revival meetings. But it seemed nothing could stop this work of God. The East African revival had begun. And what began in Uganda quickly moved to Rwanda and Kenya. The revival, let's be clear, was not without its problems. 
Some revivalists attacked established church leaders for their lack of zeal and began building new denominations. But Simeon was both a committed revivalist and a loyal Anglican. He was patient and prayerful, and that example influenced generations of revival leaders after him. Simeon's work not only changed the heart of East African Anglicanism, but it can truly be said that today every biblically Orthodox Anglican in the world, Western and Global South world, has been impacted by the East African Revival. I encountered the East African Revival personally the first time in 2013 in Kenya. I was impacted by the faith and worship. It so impacted me that I began spending years in doctoral studies looking at the East African Revival. And so many of my mentors are sons and daughters of this East African Revival. Even today, in our own context at Christchurch, as we've partnered with the church in Rwanda and building preschools and churches, it truly is a way that we can touch and be touched by this amazing movement of the Holy Spirit. It has truly transformed the way Anglicans are in this world. Simeon married a woman named Eva and together had 12 children, one of whom, Apollo in Zimbabwe, would go on to become the eighth prime minister of Uganda. And then Simeon died in 1978. But the revival, the longest-running revival in Christian history, continues today. In the words of Simeon Insambambi and Joe Church, revival is not the roof blowing off. It is the bottom falling out. Revival is a brokenness that leads to repentance. It makes me think of the words of Jesus, his inaugural sermon in Mark chapter 1, verse 15. The time is fulfilled the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. This is the story of Simeon in Zimbabwe, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed saying, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ, give rest to the weary, Bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to conclude this evening with colic number 20 on page 652 of the prayer book, a prayer for a spirit of evangelism. Almighty God, our Savior, you desire that none should perish and you have taught us through your Son that there is great joy in heaven over every sinner who repents. Grant that our hearts may ache for a lost and broken world. May your Holy Spirit work through our words, deeds, and prayers, that the lost may be found and the dead made alive, and that all your redeemed may rejoice around your throne. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all forevermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.